Brother man. Hi, Nets. How are you? Yo, I want to see, um, my, I'm having some issues with my normal computer and camera, so I apologize. So I'm on a different computer, but I'm also going to try to join um, on my phone just to see what you think is clearer. Yeah, sure. No worries. Um, How's life, uh, Nets? It's going well, going well. How are you, brother? Doing pretty good. Thank you. Good, good, good. You know what? Um, it's not pulling up on my phone. Is this, can you see and hear me okay? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Nice little drawings uh, yeah, behind you. My, my, daughter's, uh, my, my daughter's art. Lovely. My daughter's art. Um, but I'm looking forward to, uh, to connecting and I appreciate you uh, taking the time, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for, uh, for being here as well. Of course, of course, of course. Do you, are you, um, I just have to be in the car at nine 30 my time. Do you think that's, that's ample time? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's just going to be short. Eh? I'm looking forward to it. I didn't, you know, truthfully, I didn't look at the questions because I wanted to answer very honestly and from my heart. That's perfect. I did it on purpose. Yeah, perfect. It's it's really easy. It's really uh, straightforward. But it's just uh, it's on purpose that I ask the same questions to every speaker because that's that's a really nice um, yeah uh, way of the interview. Um, I already hit record uh, recording. So if you are ready, then I'm ready. Yeah, ready to rock, my friend. Awesome. So Ned. Thank you for joining us. As, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, here. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little lag on your end. My internet looks looks strong. Is yours strong? Um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a little lag from you. Okay, wait. Then I'll. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm. Uh... Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm getting. Um, it's it's kind of freezing up. My internet looks to be strong. Is yours strong on your end? No, mine is unstable. I'm going to um, to set up my personal hotspot with my phone. Uh, that's more stable than uh, than where I am right now. Okay. So one second. No problem. All right. Check. 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 This is better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Of course, of course, they're cutting the lawn right when we're going to do this, but nothing good yeah. comes easy, right? <laughs> exactly. It's, I'll talk well, loud. It's, it's better right now than, than during the interview, of course. Okay, good. You're kind. You're kind. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Nat, thank you for, uh, for joining us at Celebrate Your Happiness. I'm so appreciated. I'm huge fans of you guys, and I love you guys, so I'm, uh, I'm amped to be here. Awesome. Can you, uh, can you tell me something about yourself? So my name is Ned Spector from Minnesota, lived in LA for 15 years in the entertainment industry, worked at Creative Artists Agency for many years, then left to go help manage the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato. Um, uh, ultimately, um, really decided that I wanted to uh, be creative and create um, something, became really passionate about the personal development space. Um, motivation and music are really at the core of, of who I am and helping people thrive. And so um, have created a, not a keynote, but a concert that I'm super, super excited for the first time to be sharing uh, with you and, um, you know, the people who are coming to your amazing event. And so 
scared but excited and and know that it's um in my my truth and so we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> awesome awesome scared and excitement are uh, are the same feelings right i feel like where scared meets excited is where passion lives beautiful that's that's really beautiful so yeah. that the uh, the theme of the event is being human in business huh? what does being human in business mean to you I think it's finding creative ways to bring your passions to whatever it is that you're doing. I think that there's an epidemic of unhappiness in the workplace. And I think it's because many, many, many of us are working either at companies or on things that we um, don't necessarily get excited about. And I think part one is culture. I think it's um, being human and kind. And I think nobody does this better than Gary and Claude and, and, and it shows because the proof is in the pudding, hiring a chief heart officer. And I think that's what literally gives me chills and gets me so revved up why I literally love Gary, why I love Claude, why I love Vayner, why I so believe in them because I believe that they are laying down the blueprint of what being human in a company means. I think when you when you put humans first, profit profits come. And I think yeah. everyone is missing this because if your people aren't happy, then the profits aren't going to come. And so I think being human in business is connecting emotionally first with your people, understanding what's important to them, what they're excited about, and fighting every day to figure out how you can bring that to life for them. That's beautiful. I also really think that uh, people that put their people first, uh, c- corporations that people put their people first will actually win in the future, in the nearby future thousand percent agree yeah that's really inspiring and i think you already mentioned it but um what are you what are you going to do at our event what what, what is that concert so about six plus years ago seven plus years ago i was going through a really challenging time in my life really really didn't even understand um that i was going through um, tremendous anxiety and really struggled with, with that, um, mentally. And it really broke me open. I never believed in a like quote unquote, like breakdown, but it broke me down, legitimately brought me to my knees. I was in a tremendous amount of debt. I was trying to figure it out career wise. I was dealing, dealing with, with death for the first time. My grandma passed away. I'd never really dealt with anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it just all came crashing down at me at once. And I, I just, I like, I can't explain it only that every single thought and every single negative thought that entered my mind, I was like chasing after I was a mess mentally. And thank God, a friend of mine turned me on to a meditation app called Headspace. And it was the start of my journey of really understanding my mind, the importance of meditation and really just personal development. I started just reading voraciously and understanding you know, the importance of exercise and nutrition and time management and following your passion and all of these tools that I was learning, I started to share. And it was right around the time that Instagram videos had started probably seven, eight years ago. And I remember being like, so insecure. I literally like came back and and and, and this video is on Instagram. And I'm like, you should go for a walk. Like (laughs) it feels really good. But I knew something inside of me, like wanted to share and, and, I'm a really um, energetic and enthusiastic person, but when it comes to a big part of my truth, which is helping people really thrive, um, I, I was really insecure about it. 
long story short, I started sharing a lot more on, on social media, really just, I want, I, anytime this goes back to even Gary, it's really like, how do you provide value to somebody when they sign on and, and connect with, with your account or whatever you do? And so I really genuinely just try to put out either a tool, a tip, a strategy, sing a song with me, whatever it is. Like when you <laughs> click on my account, I want to spark something in you to just smile, to live a better life. And so I wasn't interested in giving a, a, um, a keynote. I wanted to bring my passions together, which is music and motivation. And um, I love karaoke and um, I love pop music. I love bubblegum pop, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, all that stuff. I don't know where it comes Backstreet from. Boys, but, yeah. <laughs> right. So I switched up the lyrics to um, some of my favorite songs, kind of like Weird Al meets Tony Robbins. And I was like, you know what? I want to share these these topics that can be heavy meditation and and um, exercise and nutrition and things that we know we should do. Um, but I felt like this was my way of sharing it in a fun way. And so I switched up the lyrics to all of these fun songs to help deliver the message. And so it's like, you know, we'll talk, we'll sort of Ted talk it out. We'll talk about all these life tools, but then I'm going to sing you a song, a remix of a fun pop song that you'll, you'll recognize to help drive the point home. And maybe you won't, Maybe you won't remember all of the things that I'm saying, but maybe you'll be like, well, this crazy dude singing Taylor Swift and talking about headspace, maybe that'll land for me. And so um, that's what I'm going to do. I've never performed it um, live. Um, God bless you for allowing me to do it. And God bless the internet for allowing us to, to, to connect it from Michigan to the Netherlands. And so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour my heart out from, from Michigan and, um, and, and share some life tools and, and, and sing to you. And, and you know, it's interesting. Uh, the reason why it's taken me seven years to put this together is because of insecurities. Cause like, I'm not like a, like a quote unquote singer, but this is the way that I share. This is the way that ultimately like, this is my truth. And I think what I've learned is that that's kind of the punchline is that it's not, I'm not supposed to be a good singer, but if this is my truth, then be brave enough to share it. And I'm finally starting to understand that like sort of cheesy saying, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah. And that's genuinely what, like what this is. And like, it's, I've struggled. I've, I've quit the show. I've done the show. I've quit the show. I'm, I'm working on it. And ultimately what wins out is that I don't want to regret it. I don't want it like the upside. And I literally made a list of like, if I complete this, this keynote, this concert, if I break through my fears of it and I do it and it actually connects the upside's huge. I could travel all, all around the world. I could make money doing what I love to do. I could, you know, perform on a stage. It's a dream of mine. And so um, there was all of these different upsides. So I was like, but what wins out is that like when, I, when I'm 90 years old, 100 years old, like I don't want to look back and be like, gosh, what if I would have done that kind of quirky, fun thing? Mm -hmm. Like, and at the end of the day, and I literally, I struggle with this daily, like genuinely. And I don't know why, it just, it is what it is. Um, and maybe till I just rip the bandaid off and do it. But and I literally was thinking about this yesterday. Ultimately, if one person, if I believe in my heart of hearts, if one person can get help from what I'm saying, if I believe in what I'm saying, then I should do it. And I was like, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I believe, I believe in what I'm saying. I believe one person can get help. So then I was like, that's the answer. Then you should do it. If one person can get help then do it, I like it's been said, if you save one person, you can save the world. And so we're in such a negative time right now. So it's like, you know what? Let me get past my insecurities mm -hmm. and let me just do it and see what happens. And so um, the first time that I'm going to do it is, uh, is at your event. So I'm going to give you my all. That's the honest, that's the honest truth. I think that's amazing. And I'm really, really happy that you're at our events. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% that you're going to blow our audience away. Oh, 100%.
You're kind. I'm, I'm really, 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 really excited. And, you know, a cousin of mine said he was like, um, he's like, God puts the best things on the other side of fear. And I yeah. think that's so true. And whatever anyone believes in God, the universe, whatever force larger than yourself. And I think that's so true. It's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like some something like maybe there's a small shot that like maybe this maybe this does go big and you know, I'm able to I'm able to do it. Um, but I just find myself co- come alive when I do these kinds of things, when I'm using my energy for good that's when I light up and that's when I'm kind of in, in the, in the flow of things. And I just, you know, again, I'm, I'm really, I love what you're doing genuinely um, because as you and I have talked, and as I said before, I just think there's so much unhappiness in the workplace. I think there's so much unhappiness in the world. And, you know, I, I'm taking pages out of Gary's book, taking pages out of Claude's book um, because we need to, we need to scale happiness. Yeah. And I think it comes from a lot in the workplace, having this, this, um, these conversations at scale with your team. And Mm -hmm. to be totally honest with you, I'm going to pitch, I'm doing work with a real estate company um, uh, called Broder and Saxe here in the States in Michigan, amazing company. Um, And I'm going to pitch the idea of a chief heart officer, almost like an internal life coach to really talk with employees, hear what's important to them, hear what they're struggling with, help be accountable, something that I want, like, I don't necessarily, and, and I am the target market to like, quote unquote, pay for a life or business coach, and I'm not doing it. I don't think it's not like a common thing. People are going to just shell out money. I do think that it can be a company perk an amazing company perk that many people, if you put out an email to your company and said, you know what, we have a chief heart officer or an internal life business coach. I think people are signing up for that. That's something that I really want to put some energy towards because I, um, again, ultimately, like, I just want to sit in a room with people and figure out like, what, what are you most passionate about? Cause I think we can get creative, whether you work at a real estate company, whether you're a lawyer or what, whatever you are, I think there's a creative way to bring your passions to your job Absolutely. And, or maybe it's not the right job or maybe you're not in the right role. Like, I just think there's, there's a lot of shifting that needs to take place that I think maybe your, your supervisor or your boss, you know, isn't like day to day in the loop on, but if there was somebody just dedicated to your happiness, like Claude is doing Mm -hmm. to me, I think that's the number one employee that should be hired. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, back to what your original questions were it to be human in business. If your people aren't happy, you're done. You're done. Yeah. And if your people were, are happy, the numbers will follow. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I think every company needs a chief heart officer or a chief happiness officer. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And not just as a window dresser, not just like, for, hey, look how cool we are. We have a chief a happiness officer, but actually someone who pays attention for the employees and just actually 100%. generally talk to them. Absolutely. 100%. And uh, Annette, can you... Can you give away, can you think of one tip for our audience that are looking at this uh, or listening to this podcast, one practical tip to, to help them thrive today? I think carving out time consistently every single day to work on your passion. I think that, you know, if you're working a nine to five job, you're never going to find the time to launch that thing that you love. But I've found that I've been able to stay consistent and it's not perfect. It's not every single day, but it's multiple times a week. And it is on my schedule. As Tim Ferriss says, an amazing podcaster, if it's not on your schedule, it's not real. I want to repeat that. 
If it is not on your schedule, it's not real. And the amount of people who are running around with no schedule and just blowing with the wind, and as Jim Rohn says, either you run the day or the day runs you, you've got to become militant about your time. And listen, a couple of tips within that, something that I'm challenged with every day, as I think most of us are, do not overschedule yourself. And literally, I mean, here, here's my yeah. schedule today. I'm victim of it a lot, but I'm very aware of it. You need to give yourself more time for your tasks. We underestimate how long things are going to actually take. So if you think that something's going to take 30 minutes, give yourself an hour. Give yourself space on your schedule to actually do the thing right without feeling rushed. I want to stop rushing. That's a good and one. so number one, schedule even 30 minutes or even once a week, whatever you can stay consistent with, schedule that around your passion because it will make everything else in your life a little lighter because you know that this thing is building. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, number one, really start to become just really intentional about your time. Say no to things. Don't just stay in your email all day. Get the important things done in the morning. I think that's where we're freshest. But please do not overschedule yourself. Not everything is urgent. There's a great book by Greg McEwen called Essentialism. I just realized I have a Band-Aid on my neck from cutting yeah. myself and shaving. Didn't, I don't know if we're going video on this, but we're getting real, real here. Um, but there's a great book by Greg McEwen called um, Essentialism. Do mm -hmm. what is essential next. Like, is what you're doing essential? And if not, then it should be done another time. Like, that should help drive your to-do list. Is it essential? And so again... I think the sort of overarching thing is take an audit of your time and your schedule and really, and I, and today's Friday. Um, and if you're not listening to this or watching this on a Friday, the Friday coming up, I carve out one hour every single Friday. Again, not a perfect science. Sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's 45 minutes, but it starts as an hour of what does next week look like? And I pull from a to schedule list, not a to-do list, a to schedule list. And it's driven yeah. by what is most important. And it ha you have to put on there your passions. You have to put on there your spouse or your partner. You have to put on there, and I need to do a better job of this, just you time. You have to put on there exercise. So my, my, my one little tip would be take an audit of your time and go on offense with it. That's a really good one. I need to do that myself as well. Do it. I'm going to keep you accountable and I'm going to check in with you and don't think I'm, I'm kidding either. I'm going to. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you tough love only because I love you. <laughs> I love you too, brother. Love you too. <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And I really cannot wait for your, uh, for your concert at our event. Me too, I'm brother. Really, really looking forward. You're going to blow man. everyone away. Thank you for giving me a shot. You were, um, you know, it's funny. I literally just pulled up where Gary was going to speak and I've been reaching out. I'm like, hey, um, I have this keynote meets a concert slash Backstreet Boys slash NSYNC, blah, blah, blah. And thank you for taking a flyer on me. And I will um, I'll work hard to deliver for you, brother, for real. Awesome. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to stop it now.